I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Fighting on Film podcast. The podcast all about classic and obscure war movies. From the Normandy landings to the days of chivalry and swords. If it's been captured on film, we're going to try and cover it. I'm Robbie of RM Military History... I'm Matthew Moss of Historical Firearms and the Armourer's Bench. Ho, ho, ho! It's Operation Delta Force December. Can you hear the sleigh bells, Matt? Santa is nearly here, and we are halfway through Operation Delta Force December. Here's something. (laughs) They definitely are some of the films of all time. They are. So, if Um. you've... I think Matt's broken already. No, we're good. I'm going to hold it together. Let's do it. It's, yeah, he's holding, we're doing holding the film. back the tears. So, yeah, if you've not been listening or you're a new listener or you've uh, taken a few weeks off. Um, well, I'll tell it's... you what, according to the metrics, no one's been listening. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Operation Delta Force is ever might not have been the smash that the boffins at FOF <laughs> HQ thought it was going to be. Um, but we carry on regardless with operation delta force three yeah bloody nine. mindedness at this point yeah i thought that was the name of the movie we, we will do all five of these films um, <sighs> operation delta force three clear target from 1999 i'm on production this week um and the film uh without further ado was directed by mark roper who worked on operation delta force one as a first assistant uh director he also was a first ad on killing season that movie you keep mentioning, Matt, with Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah. And John oh, Travolta. Course. Yeah. Callbacks. Callbacks galore. Right. And as film, film that looks. It does look great. It looks better than these. Um, <laughs> and a 1988 Skeleton Coast, a mercenary film starring Robert Vaughan, Ernest Borgnine, and Oliver Reed. Oh, my God. Is yeah. that is that Mech Month 3 material? It could. It could I've watched the trailer. It looked amazing. Um, that sounds those... like a mix between... The wild geese and and it, just it kind of is early yeah. er, late eighties early nineties weirdness. Yeah, well, there's a guy playing like a British officer in it who was out of Zulu as well. So there's okay. a lot of cool connections okay. in there. I think we'll have to visit it. Um, and he also directed uh, uh, Operation Delta Force Four: Deep Fault, uh, next week's movie. Oh God. Yep. Uh, 2003's Shit. Marines and two episodes of Ultimate Force. Wow, which ones? Uh, episode one and two from the fourth season, so that the okay. one where they blew everyone the ones up. That aren't... Yeah, yeah. The, the when they sort of dropped every single plot, every single bit of narrative that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That's the um, one. Exactly. Uh, the film was written as uh, all of the Operation Delta Force movies were by Danny Lerner and David Sparling. They also were the film's producers. Um, produced by Millennium Films and New World. I think New Image had changed their name by that point. Um, oh, oh, oh. I know. Facts galore. Um, filmed in South Africa yet again um, in June, July 97. So I think our theory, if you've been listening to OP 
DDD op DFD as uh, it's you know uh, abbreviated. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It really does op DFD. Um, I think they've been cranking them out really like close together, so you can yeah. you can sort of feel it with these. Um, I mean, that like, explains why no one's in it that's in any of the others yeah. coherently. Yeah, that really annoys me though. I'll I can't possibly be in another three of those films. I have other work at the moment. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've got an episode of CSI Miami that I need to be in, or whatever. I'm filming. I'm filming the new professionals on Thursday. I can't possibly do Operation <laughs> Delta Force Five. Sorry. I have to wait. I have to wait fifteen years and direct an Academy Award nominated feature. <laughs> Spoilers, but yeah. Spoilers, but yeah. Um, home premiere was um, from uh, home premiere was in the USA on November twenty third, nineteen ninety nine, and uh, in November uh, ninety nine in the UK too. So hot uh, together. It's wild to me that they're 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 releasing these films down the line when they've already got like another one in the can already. Yeah. So at this point, at that point when that was released, they've already they're probably filming five Operation Delta Force. But four, yes, five is in pre-production. Yeah, because five comes out in two thousand. If Give we get me there. some random guy to play Skip Lang, <laughs> I need, I need another goddamn, need another Skip Lang. Give me another actor. I need, I need another, I need another guy to play Skip no, Lang. No, it can't be the same. It just he's got to look okay. completely different from all the other guys. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's like James Bond. This <laughs> is the code name. <laughs> Give, give me a woman, Skip Lang. <laughs> um, six would have been Matt, wild. It would have been crazy. I think, I think six would have killed us. I think five might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, uh, let's do cast. Yeah, let's do let's, cast. Let's, and I can, I've got a retro review. Outstanding. So this week's Skip Lang is played by Jim Fitzpatrick. Um, he was a supporting extra in Armageddon. Um, he was in an episode of Miami Vice. Um, he was Captain Pescow in an episode of uh, Tour of Duty, one there for Rob. Um, he was also in uh, US Seals in 2000, mm. and he was in the long-running uh, US soap uh, All My Children uh, for mm. quite a while as well. Uh, Brian uh, Genesee plays Hutch. Uh, he was in Traitor's Heart in 1999. He was um, in a film called... Uh, the Bold and the Beautiful. Sorry, he was in a film called Cold Harvest, Cold Harvest, which I'll come back to in a moment, um, and a lot of other um, home video stuff. But then he he too was in a soap that ran, you know, ran for a very long time. He was in about 180 episodes of a, of a show called The Bold and the Beautiful. Wow. Um, that these aren't like high end soaps. These are like, uh, I I American channels that are. Okay. Somewhat down the list, have like soaps that people get dedicated to. I see. It's from, from whatever what I can see. I'm no so it's like Hollyoaks, but soaps. American. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um Hollyoaks. Then, got... <laughs> then we got Greg Collins, uh, who plays Matt McKinney. Uh again, lots of US TV work. He was uh Private Gamble in The Rock. Um, I think we'll talk about The Rock later on. Yeah. Uh, He had experience. Um, He was an extra in Coyote Ugly, Armageddon, Godzilla. He was a guard in Con Air. He was in Independence Day, uh, Enemy of the State. Uh, He was in a 1985 episode of The A-Team. Wow. Um, He was a helicopter pilot in uh, Under Siege 2, uh, Siege Harder. Um, and he was in uh, <laughs> he was in US Seals in 2000 as well and then mm. he returns he returns next week Rob in Operation Delta Force 4 Deep Fault as Captain Skip Lang <laughs> okay now he's come full circle Jesus Christ <laughs> oh my god uh, I think, I think ne- I'm going to preface next week's episodes as Operation Delta Force December, Operation Delta Force Four, our fault, I think, <laughs> for putting the false um, faithful through this. <laughs> then we got um, Simon uh, John Simon Jones, who plays Vickers, and he was in Guns of Honor, uh, Never Say Die, Merchant of Death. He was in one episode of CI Five uh, New Professionals. That's crazy. He was in. Uh, Frogman Operation Stormbringer in 2002, which is, I think, the second film of the US SEALs series under a different I was, name. I watched the first one the other night, actually. It, uh, very... Did you enjoy that? 
How was that no. for you? <laughs> it was all right. Was it? Every time I put something like that on, I just wish it was a US Navy SEALs Vietnam. You just wish it film. wasn't on. No, I just it just makes me wish they'd done a Navy SEALs <laughs> Vietnam movie. Like, so I'm like, where's the remote? Why did I do this? <laughs> what if I put this on? Can't quite change the channel. I, t- I tell you what, US SEALs September is going to be absolutely off the chain. Never then we've got Gavin you, Hood, uh, who is him, Sparks. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you put us to this. Um, American Kickboxer in 1991, um, Project Shadow Chaser Night Siege 1994, Re- The Redemption Kickboxer 5, Traitor's Heart in Enemy's Hands. And then, of course, he has... A, you know, a bit of a career change, and he he decides to do something a bit different with his career. And he, he he tries his hand at directing, and he only goes and does some actually really good filmmaking. Oh no! Um, beginning with um, uh, Totsi in two thousand five, then he does X Men Origins Wolverine. When they were, do you remember when they were going to make Origins films for all the X Men? Yeah, I know that would have been amazing. <laughs> like that ever happened? Cyclops um, around. I can't find my glasses. <laughs> uh, and then you've got Ender's Game uh, in 2013. And then he did, I think we mentioned it the other week, uh, Eye in the Sky. Yeah, um, we should do that. It's a good film. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, with Helen Mirren and uh, Alan Rickman. And Lost then he did On Screen Appearance Secrets. of Alan Rickman, actually. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, and then Official Secrets with uh, Keira Knightley. Yeah. Uh, which isn't a bad film about the uh, the leaks. So he paid around, his dues, uh, the he? And then he? And then he got mm. to do some good stuff. Yeah. And then he's got a film coming up soon um, called The Test about immigration, um, which is in post-production, I believe. Then we got uh, Darcy Lapierre, who plays Ariana Decker. And uh, she was uh, in films including Think Big, Double Trouble, Street Fighter. And uh, this was actually her last film role before she retired from acting. So her character, right? You've seen the film, Matt, unfortunately. I I think, yeah. (laughs) So. Is, I is her her character and the hacker meant to be related or going out? Because they lead question. to them no knowing idea. each other, but it, it's never cemented properly. No, it isn't. And it's it, a it... major plot point right at the end. <laughs> it sounds like it just yeah. comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I know. I, th- I, I feel like they work together at some point. Yeah. And it's kind of mentioned very much in passing that yes, oh, like we worked think... we worked at the DOD yeah. together years ago. Yeah. And he's kind of obsessed with her in yeah, a way. Like, but, but they don't like ever that. build on it. Well, why would you? Anyway, um, <laughs> then we've got David Ducas, who plays Lombardi. Um, lots of TV. Um, Merchant of Death, Cold Harvest. Um Luckily, we're going to see him again in a couple of weeks' time with uh, Operation Delta Force 5, Random Fire, where he plays someone called Phil. Um, Are we going to get to five? We, uh, who knows? If, I I tell you know. What, if there's an upswing, maybe this is maybe this is the Nadir of the series. And this is like I've the got a theory point. on that. I'll talk about it later. I've got a theory on it. Um, he was supporting cast listening in... Right now. District 9, he was in Invictus, Mrs. Mandela, uh, an episode of Strike Back, a few episodes of Black Sails, and lots of South African TV shows. Yeah. Um, Then we've got Danny Keogh, who plays Umberto uh, Salvatore, who's like the the drug dealer type, Pablo Escobar sort of terrorist figure. He was in an episode of CI5, The New Professionals. Mm-hmm. A lot of South African TV shows. He was in uh, Invictus as a supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, small part in Caesar Shadowville. I don't know which part that was, but he was in there. One of the mercenaries, you know, the Belgian Possible. ones. Uh, he's li- he's listed as um, Mr. Garston or something like that. Mm, um, okay, so I don't know. Um, he was in Starship Troopers three, Starship Trooper Harder in uh, two thousand eight. Um, he was in Singing of the Laconia in 2010, which was like a mini series about a, um, an ocean liner that's sung by a U-boat. Yep. Um, he was also in three episodes of Black Sails and one episode of Call the Midwife. Wow! First mm. Call the Midwife uh, I, on the show ever. I tell I tell you what, 
he just follows the work that guy he's he's got yeah, credits man. from the us yeah, um south africa constant professionals on up delta force um then we got brian o'shaughnessy who plays uh admiral norman Hen- henshaw um and he was in a film that sounds really interesting called seven against the sun in 1964 which is a film about the south african army um during uh operations on the border with kenya or something like east africa oh, wow. um um during the 40s with you know uh, during the war um 1964 looks really interesting uh he was also in the um shangani patrol in 1970 which looks like oh, a really yeah. interesting south african film um about the he was the metabale war um then he was in a film called um mr king street's war uh, a series which sounds terrible called the slavers which is about two slavers at the very end of slavery in oh, God. south africa where they're or somewhere in sort of like the cape uh, area where they're they're competing to get the last of the slaves oh my god yeah, yeah. Green, it does green lit that it sounds it Jesus sounds a difficult Christ. watch um then he was in um range to kill in 1987 operation hit squad which is like an sf film like a special forces type yep. one in the same year mentions of death which we've mentioned before a couple of the other guys were in that as well and he was also in an episode of ci5 the new professional oh my god <laughs> jesus it's one constant now, that show now clive scott reprises his role as sunland and um and you'll remember him of course from operation delta force 2 okay yeah i didn't know that <laughs> is he one but of the pentagon also- lads I think he must be. Right, okay. Be. Um, he's also in Diamond Mercenaries, which is also called Killer Force with Telly Sabalas. That I kind film of that like we, that. That was that we might yeah. be doing. Yeah. Um, he was in uh, a 1990 miniseries called The Fourth Reich um, about a Nazi plot to overthrow Jan Smuts, 1939. Wow. Yeah. And there's an appearance by Ian Yule uh, as General Alan Hightower. I did not spot him. Really? Yeah. Apparently, really? According to IMDb, which is the best source for this film, because this yeah, film is obscure. True. Very um, obscure. Where? I, he was playing General Alan Hightower, of course. He's not the, he's not the, like, the Bolivian or Colombian general. No. Because no. he's General Alan Hightower. What, where the hell was Bolivian. he? Did they cut him? I don't know, but he's all? listed. Oh, so, bless him. But there we go, and that um, rounds out cast. Yeah, I mean, interesting. Like, and if you yeah, again, if you manage to stick with us through that, then you are a true diamond. You're 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 a, you're a, you know you're a diamond you're a, mercenary. You're a diamond mercenary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is what gets me with the cast for this one. So at this point, we're, we're on three. We and are clearly yeah, we're on three. We've yeah, watched course, three of these so far. We have clearly. Because they retained two actors throughout the, the run. Yeah. And, and they, they swapped just... them between Sparks and the other guy. Except, of course, for um, Clive Scott, who plays yeah. Sunderland. Yeah. Who you'll remember, so of course. It, it's like... He's in two I, of the I'm, I'm certain that they, they meant to have the Delta Force team the same all the way through. Maybe? Yeah. And I reckon, I've got a theory. But why I would you that... not just have Greg Collins play Mac? In, in four. Yeah, it makes no sense. Why would you just give him Skip Lang? Really confusing, isn't it? Yeah. Skip Lang is Skip Lang's height and appearance is varied so much in these three films. Oh, it's crazy. What's the word? Like feeling towards the team. Just ki- mm. is killed off. At least like Fast and the Furious. It's the same kind of team. They might change yeah. them here and there, yeah. but it's the same. Expendables. Yeah, they're not the greatest movies, but you can follow those characters through four films. If you like, yeah. If you like to. I'm just saying it, it does you add want. something <laughs> where it does, you can develop the characters. So by this point, like when a character's killed off, spoiler mm. alert, it has no resonance because he's not no the same dude. Yeah, they do. The guy does at the start. Does he? Does he die? Oh no, yeah. he dies off screen. Oh, could, off oh screen. we're going to talk yeah. about that in a minute. And his yeah, friend, totally. and his friend, like mo- like is angry at his wife. But this is so this angry. dude's been played by four people at this point, so it's like yeah. it has no meaning. 
any anyway that, that's that's the final thoughts territory but anyway getting into the retro review again it's from tv guide from november 1999 and and they, they you know someone pissed in their weetabix because they they hate everything um this month and i absolutely love them for it so without further ado deep in Colombia. Drug kingpin Salvatore tires of U.S. agents raiding his storehouses, so he escalates the war on drugs by hiring renegade hacker Thane to implement a scheme that involves the hijacking of a nuclear sub, the USS Roosevelt. Salvatore threatens to arm the sub's conventional warheads with mustard gas and aim them at U.S. major cities. Can Decker disarm the weapons, particularly the ones aimed at the U.N. drug conflab, before the audience nods off as a result of exposure to excessive techno babble? On the land, on sea, and in air, these action pictures are ground out like Miss Lovett's meat pies. And even by the debased standards of escapist meals go, this one is tough to swallow. Through the um, Though the Delta men are attractive in a Soldier of Fortune centerfold way, they have the personalities of G.I. Joe dolls. For weekend warriors, the flick delivers sufficient cheap thrills and monosyllabic menace. Ooh, monosyllabic menace. I like that. That's nice. I know. What a wordsmith that TV guide writer was. But they hit the nail on the head. Fucking, <laughs> mm. it's, it's shit. <laughs> it's just it, bad. Yeah, it is. It's, it's not good. The, the drop-off is so hard. Um, it's pretty remarkable. So we, we asked um, our Foth Faithful um, what they thought halfway through. And Jesus, did anyone reply? <laughs> we, we got a couple. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of anyone who's who's gone away and watched. So um, Matthew Moss, historical firearms, <laughs> familiar name, great. Said good, decent, okay. Adam that, Christian, each of the films. That I was is, being yeah. very generous. I think you were. Um, Adam Christian put first one was great. Still haven't watched all the movies yet. Fair play. Um, and Mister C, nineteen sixty six. They've been a few years since I've watched them. Definitely going to revisit now, as they sound like a lot of fun. Well, they are a lot of fun. Um, and talking of fun, we might be able to salvage the, the episode a little bit by going on to the Alley Tally. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's time for Ali Tally on Fighting on Film. We talked about this earlier, didn't we? And it seems that the efforts to make them look like um, actual US Delta Force operators is kind of slipping now because now they're on mm. with like vectors. Um, yeah, Galil carbines. Yeah, the, yeah. The, and and the and the and the other vector, the bullpup as well. Um, oh, is that what that which, is? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, the, we're kind of moving away from the M4s and the M MP5 and stuff. See, and but they're in it. They're yeah, they in are. It. They're on that they, table right near the end. They decide not to give them them. <laughs> I'm like, why is the whole film's armory from the last three movies on a table right near the end? Like, what's that all about? Because you can see, like, you got like Skip's M4 carbine with the the Beta Mag. You've got like the, yeah. the Wolf MP. Like, it, it's so weird. Like, I don't yeah, get it. It's true. It, that is true. Because all the Latin baddies at the beginning of the the, uh, the HKG3s that last week the yeah. Iraqi army was using. Exactly. Um, exactly. The the uh, the mocked up minigun makes a return, and this yep. time the guy's like running around with it. Um, 
and it's not yeah. it's not attached to like a, a feed pack no it's just whaling it around anything. at the start on the boat <laughs> yeah yeah um i've got to say that the it's nice to see milkors the rotary grenade launcher you know from south africa that That's they make cool. an appearance yeah yeah. And then there's also um, Mac has a Milkor stopper, which is like the break action. Um, That's, they get a lot launcher. of use in the movie. I must admit that. Mm. That's they, they are OP, but yeah, they are. They yeah. Um, just trying to think if there's anything else that's worth mentioning. I mean, that vector, it, Delta would never use that. Ever. That bullpup thing. Yes. No way. I th- see, I thought if they'd all had them, then it would make them look uniform enough. But like it yeah. doesn't make sense why one of them's got it and four of them have. Like it's I, not yeah, uniform I, I enough. Yeah, I don't really know why. Um, Just odd. Uh, what else? Oh, the, the the baddies that take over the the Roosevelt probably have um, South African made Uzis. That's really made cool. under license by uh, Littleton Engineering, which were owned by Vector. Oh, interesting. Um, so they're probably, I would guess. I'd guess. There's a you can't jam. see any markings, so. There's a there's a jam caught on camera. Um, oh yes, the, there is. The baddie yeah. taking out the the lads on the sub gets stuck in the uh... reloads his pistol and there's a little stovepipe jam, mm. which is lovely. Yeah. And I was like, "Cod, you, you leave it into a little bit." I know. Um, for me, I mean, I I love seeing the Saracens at the start. Like that was wild. Yeah. That was crazy to see. Yeah, um, two British Army seventies armored cars standing up, like lovely, lovely. And, you know. If there's not Bedfords, then Saracens are a lovely. Um, yeah, that'll do us. Yeah, Saracen spotting. Um, helicopters on a train, being like yeah. encased in a train carriage and then elevated up and flown away. Yeah, they've seen a Bond film or two, like or... James Bond level shit. I'm like, yeah. how did they? How did they get that on the train? Do you know what I really loved about the whole train sequence is that Captain Skip Lang was giving a briefing about the mission on the train. Yeah. As they're it's going nuts. into wherever they're going with it a map no and sense. stuff. And I'm like, it makes no sense. You'd have done this on the plane. You, why are you doing it now? Exactly. And, and he like doesn't even know... mention that they're gonna they're gonna get into a helicopter. Yeah. At all. It's it's like they're happy to be caught as well. Yes. Which is confusing. I, I will say that the train sequence is one of my favorite parts of the film, but not for great reasons, which we'll talk about yeah, in favorite scenes. Yeah. Um, um, I bet Captain I, Skip Lang wished his dad was around when uh, he gets on board the USS Roosevelt again. He's like, oh shit, willing. another submarine. Wish dad I was, was here. I was willing for Dale Die. Wish, was, wish, uh, <laughs> wish Commander Dad Dale Die was here. Um, <laughs> wish Commander Dad Die was here. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I, I like the whole um, '90s hacker trope. Of him being oh, like a young buck, like I love so that. Bad. Like it was so he had his cringe going on. Like you, nice I'm on pills, man. I'm on pills. I'm on Tic Tacs. I'm on Red. Yeah, um, Jolly Ranchers. Yum yum. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like done a, had... done a cocktail of Tic Tacs, Smints, and uh, Gobstoppers, <laughs> tweaking his He's... tits off on a sugar <laughs> down rush. In, down in them poppets. Um, another nineties <laughs> reference. <laughs> Um, what's those little cal- calypso ice creams with the, the, the oh, little yeah. balls? Yeah, that's that's when he's finished the job. He gets one of those. <laughs> that's this week's nineties telly chat. Salvatore um, goes. I tell you what, you get a calypso if you get this done by done by five. Yeah, <laughs> and a and a canetizer. He's a good oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> slam the cat, slam the tizer back, whacking a load of calypsos. Oh yeah, pure ecstasy. <laughs> Loving life, I like. I liked his whole look. Like he had the he had the, some OG Stussy on, which is like proper nice streetwear oh, yeah. from the day. Yeah. That's nice. I think he had like a Dickies zipper, like but it was he like did. made of booty material. That's looking pretty popping for the nineties. Pair of chunky yeah. Adidas on as well. Mm. So this, is what, very... this is what listeners come for. They want to hear about it. But, but this is what the movie's the reduced me to because there's nothing else going on. That I'm talking about the costuming of a of a nothing character. Like <laughs> that's how the bar's been lowered this week. And I, oh, I did appreciate um when they are doing the 
uh, river assault at the start, and they're all in like mm. the traditional. They're trying to blend in, so they've got like robes or they're like little shawls. Oh, one yeah, of them's wearing like jeans, ponchos, and stuff. And I was like, that's really nice. But then they sort of don't do that again. I wish they'd kept that up. Like that gave them a bit more. I could understand the Galils if they're trying to blend in and all that, but then they don't swap their weapons out. Yeah. So it just it seemed like I thought, oh, he put some thought into that. That's really cool. Like trying to blend them into the My environment. My favorite part of that actual scene is where Captain Skip Lang gets pissed on um, by one of the guards. That's just so funny. How's he not seeing them? They've all got their heads out of the water. He's <laughs> literally like looking up at him in shock. Yeah. And the, the right. dude's the dude's taking a leak in the river. If there's and, any Stuart. And I'm like, you're all you're all downstream of this. If there's any Stuart Lee fans, it's like piss hitting an Operation Delta Force operator's face. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> it's like piss cascading on low man's face. Cascading on Skip Lang's face. Cascading on Skip Lang's face. On a Skip Lang's face, not, not a Skip the Lang's Skip Lang's face. So I think, I think maybe it's talking like about... It's Skip yeah. Lang is the Doctor Who of action movies. <laughs> Regeneration. at the end of every film. Yeah. This week, Skip Lang's played by Sean Pertwee's dad. <laughs> John, but we right moving on to favorite scenes. Hello, I'm Al Murray, and you're listening to Fighting on Film, the world's number one war film podcast. The must preface favorite is stretching this week. I think we've never stretched. Have I ruined it? And you you were actually going to pick the golden shower scene? No, I wasn't going to pick that. No, (laughs) no, I was I was going to pick the um, the opening mission. Because um, it did actually tie to the plot way more than last week. Oh no, it's so gash though. The whole sequence is so bad. It, like the sound design least... on it, Rob, it sounds oh, terrible. It's, it's... Oh, if you God. if you watch the first two movies, it they look good, they sound good, and it it makes the action sequences work. Then I put this on. I was like, oh well, I hope it's you know it's the same people making it, same production crew. It you know it it, it it's not going to be terrible. And then the sound design on that opening battle was just awful it's all it undermines it terribly mm, mm, it does yeah, there's a lot of stock sound effects um repeated and constantly also, there's so much this the, the version we watch is on youtube guys you can go around and watch it if you really really They're want all to there. yeah yeah millennium films there. has put them all but up this, on youtube this version is clearly like a tv dub oh yeah because every swear <laughs> is edited out it, you know there's shoot everyone says shoot freaking like your your goddamn witch, you know, like all that kind of thing, and it it really egregious. My absolute favorite piece of dialogue from this film was when I I swear to God, it's like Clive Scott and um, what's his name, Brian O'Shaughnessy, um, yeah. the two Pentagon generals are chatting, um, and Ian Yule's probably in the background, but we didn't spot him because we just went, you know, looking. Yeah, and and one of them turns to the other and he says. We're looking up a dead horse's rectum. Now, what in the fuck? What the fuck did they cut out and overdub to include that? that? Phrase. I can't. We're looking up a dead horse's rectum. I've never heard that phrase. I mean, America, American listeners, you know, it was American screenwriters. Even, even so if it was, we're looking up a dead, a dead horse's ass or ass. Yeah, yeah. It's so bizarre. Would you need, no would you need to get rid of ass? Is ass I've no idea. bad enough for the TV? Is that I've too no much? idea. It's so I feel bad. like I've watched a diagnosis murder where we call someone an ass. I feel like I have. Yeah, it's weird. A dead horse's rectum. I, I, you know what? You know what, Rob? I, I've been a historian for 15 years at this point, and I never thought that I'd get to the point in my career where I'm co-hosting a you know fantastic podcast, and I use the words, we're looking up a dead horse's rectum. New sentence alert. You heard it here first, yeah. folks. What a what a wild ride this, this show has been. meltdown in real time. <laughs> Honestly. That was the last time anyone saw Matthew Moss. The next day, he was caught off to the infirmary, shouting, it was the horse's rectum. <laughs> <laughs> it's, such, it's the most bizarre line I've ever, ever encountered on... Any of these films would be even more bizarre that the that now the curse will be remembered forever. Oh my god. It's yeah. up there, isn't it? Um so it really getting, is. getting back to the favorite scenes. So, so that starting thing is okay. 
And it does set up the plot relatively well. You know, the baddie actually has some motivation this week trying to get America back for constantly foiling his plans rather than just shooting nukes for shooting nukes' sake. And there's like the war on drugs thing in there to keep it relevant to the, the late mid-90s, yeah. I guess. Um, but then this is where it falls down for me because I thought, oh, great, now we're going to have like a... So one of the Delta Force operators has been like nearly, you know, mortally wounded, mortally going to mm. die are they going to be left in like behind enemy lines of a drug cartel and they have to like fight their way out? That's what I thought the plot would be. You know, they'll be like cut off a little bit, have to rely on their smarts. And then I realized that I was imagining just a better movie, you know, like, you know, when you start <laughs> doing that way too hard, One that doesn't include the line. <laughs> we're looking up a dead horse's rectum. Exactly. <laughs> but when you start doing that, you realize that the, the, the quality dip is not enough to keep you, present so i had to go back a few times and re-watch scenes because i was thinking oh wouldn't it be cool if this happened wouldn't it be cool if is this gonna yeah. happen now is that gonna happen now and i'm like i and i know that when i'm doing that of the movie i know that I'm, it's losing me big big time it's just quite annoying what, what about for you did you have any have any favorite I, bits? I, I like the train sequence before the okay, helicopter that's bit. decent in terms of um set piece and there's a yeah, there's a bit where um, Skip avoids Captain Skip Lang avoids a grenade. Um, a chap meets him in <laughs> yeah, a train he corridor goes towards and he, it, and he rolls a grenade towards him. He makes this oh, like okay. little shocked noise, kind of just shouts ah, and then runs towards it into a compartment, and then he, he, he falls he... he falls out the window, Rob. And then they put the blast sound effect over the back, like he's been blown yeah. out of it. But yes. it's it's delayed by about two and a half seconds. So he goes to yeah. the window, he's hanging there, and then it goes bang. Yeah, and, and someone like so throws bad. a spade full of like glass after him, <laughs> and he's yeah, hanging there yeah. with his legs still in the compartment, and his bullpup rifles flailing around, <laughs> and the guy comes into the compartment, and then he no scopes him. He kind of like does a half sit up, yeah. no scopes him, and then get, and then gets up and everything's fine. It just it's so weird. It's it's one of the one of the best grenade scenes I've ever seen. Well, not the one where he drops the grenades at the, the guy's feet when they're trying to blow up the, the train. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah, through the toilet. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I, there's yeah. also so many shots where they've set up a pyro to go off like he's fired the Milcor yeah. stopper. Um, or whatever it was called. Um, but the guy jumping with the explosion is like a meter away from the explosion. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, not quite got how fucking right. hard is that to pee up? Like, come <laughs> on. You know, I know we're not Ridley Scott levels, we've got like 11 cameras like everywhere, but it's like, <laughs> come on, guys. You know, and they had the June buggies back. They had the Delta yeah. buggies, but they were driven by the baddies. Yes. <laughs> it was just really confusing. They can't have them everywhere. Oh, it's really annoying. Like, um, and in terms of uniformness, the guys that attack that train look better than the Delta Force operators. That's like, true. That is true. Really weird. I oh, I also love every scene where someone says "shoot" instead of "shit." Oh my god, it's so bad. There's that bit where is it is it Lombardi who's going for like the Oscar? Yeah, uh, and he's because he, he, <laughs> we haven't. I mean, anyone listening to this has no idea what this film's about. No. But essentially. <laughs> They, I don't think they did last they, week they, they they enter a mine for some reason which is where the drugs are held and yeah. one of them trips a trips a, a laser um kind of like tripwire thing Good fucking, a bosch and, battery pack for us and for you a, know that scene from austin powers where set, he's, that's what it looked like to yeah. me you know that scene from austin powers where he's on the on the the steamroller and he's like move <laughs> get out of the way get out of the way man and the, the guards like just stood there screaming like no this really scene actually like might that. be longer he it just really stands and, and looks at the trip line trip wire <gasps> oh. and then looks up at Lombardi and then looks back at the, the trip wire just fucking then, move mate yeah. just walk and, a step to the left and then in the, the Oscar sequence where he's going like I just told him to move he wouldn't move yeah, they, they overdub him so they badly in that sequence. Voice of someone being like, you know, in like uh, The Simpsons where they're watching that video. The Denver like, Broncos. My name is Mr. Black. It's like it's like that. <laughs> it's so bad. 
<laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. The Denver yeah. Broncos. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it's just and it, we we, oh. we get like a rare moment of, you know, seeing the team in the you know, their downtime and seeing their family. And I think, oh look, a wife is being introduced. Maybe she'll oh my come god, back a later. female a female maybe, character. Fuck it. Maybe hell. she'll get to talk to another woman or something <laughs> about, about some about something other than <laughs> men. Um but no. And no, no. We never see her again. And she yeah. all she all, all she all she says is don't be so hard on yourself. I'm sure it wasn't your fault. All <laughs> she gets to say, yeah. Then never spoke again. Like the guy playing Lang in this one, I've got to say it. At certain angles, I kept thinking it was Joey Trubiani out of Friends. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought, and my in my head, I'm like, this is the movie that Joey did. <laughs> like, I, think, I just love to I, I see. I think he that. would. I he would have done a better job. You could be you could deep fake it using the footage. You could so well. You could do that. I'm not saying anyone should do that, but you could do that. <laughs> I might do that for the Twitter. Don't, Who knows? Don't, well, maybe it could be like a little extra for the um the, the steelbook release. <laughs> Christ, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I think I think we're cascading into final thoughts this week. We're spiraling map. We, we really, are really are. So, as you could probably tell, fair listener, this week is that Operation Dirt of Force Three is a huge dip in quality from the first and second. I'm hoping we're in a parabolic arc right now. So I was saying that. So that's what I was saying earlier. So it's a little bit like, you know, in Fast and the Furious, where everyone's like, oh, they've gone crap now. They're not very good. And then was it like the fourth or the sixth one? People I, were like, I never now really it's good. thought they achieved a, a level of good. But, but yeah, like critically, I'm following you. Yeah. But like critically, people are like, oh, they're getting better now. Oh, so well, they've. They've got to the point where cars are swinging around mountaintops and stuff on cranes. So <laughs> now it's yeah. heist. Now it's a heist. It's not film. believable it's anymore. No, I know, right? But it's like it's like that. But then we, we're hit really hitting franchise fatigue really quickly. And we said this last mm. week. Dirty Dozen franchise, it held up way better. Arguably. And I think because yeah. the IP is stronger, obviously. Yeah. You know, you're you're basing it off of one of the most beloved Second World War films ever mm. and then mm. you bring marvin back and then you bring some of the main cast back so there's this there's yeah. like these little touchstones of the original thing in there and this God, doesn't I, have... I hope telly sabalas is playing captain skip lang next week that would be absolutely amazing to put my critical hat on giving this movie way too many flowers than it deserves but like there's a con there's no constants in in operation delta force no. Like there's, there's, there's no stakes no... to these films either, and there are no stakes. And it's because this a, someone dies off screen, and then later on, Mac sacrifices himself. So let's just talk. Let me. I'm sorry to, to like jump in on you, Rob. No, no, it's absolutely fine. The, 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 we got. We have to talk about the ending of this film for a moment because there's been a somehow a U.S. Navy submarine has been hijacked, <clears> and <throat> then there's some spicy bath bombs on board. They're, they're the green stuff from the rock. That's what it is. Yeah, but they're much bigger and look much more like a lush bath bomb. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> the lush biochemical collection coming this Christmas. So we talked we talked <laughs> a little bit about um, you know, mockbuster type stuff last week. But there's de someone definitely went, Oh yeah, cool. VX VX balls, let's do that. Yeah, That'd be cool. For that wildly um, successful film that's way better yeah. than this. Somehow they're on a submarine and the submarine's going to New York and the baddie asks for one comma eight billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually says, says the comma. He says I the comma. Yeah. He includes the comma. One comma billion dollars. Billion Um they go down on this like little submarine, like <laughs> the ocean gate. <laughs> the ocean gate that. submarine. Um <laughs> I mean, fuck me, it looked way better built than that. It, it, Jan. it did, Christ. actually, yeah. Um, they go down. Actually, I will give them some props and say that the submarine set this week was actually better than the plot. Yeah. The, the... Is, that like a, is that like a thing, like knocking off James Cameron's Titanic? Maybe. With the mini sub? Like, Maybe. I'm trying to think of what was popular, like, at that Abyss time. as well. Oh, Abyss, yeah, yeah. 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 It was around yeah. that time as well. That's a, good, um, that's a good shout, you know, actually. 
<laughs> ripping cocaine in the new my, image. Oh offices. my god! Can you imagine if Ed Harris had been in the this day? film? Um. Yeah. So they go down. They go down to the submarine and and they they storm the submarine. And, you know, there's more more gunfire on board a pressure vessel submarine. Well, they do have more really. visty cuffs in the sub later on. They do. So like, fair enough. Um, them. And they they overcome the the local baddie. Um, yeah. and then they escape with the bath bombs, the spicy bath bombs of death. But at the same time, the nuclear submarine plows into like the island that the Statue of Liberty is on. Yeah. And Mac. I'm going to get the, crucified for not knowing that off by heart, even though we're British. I, Stan Island. Just where that big that big woman stands yeah. in London, in London big, New York. The big the big bronze lady. Anyway. Yeah. In, you said London then. People are I know, really I know, and then I said New York, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It doesn't matter, Rob, because we're told on no, screen yeah. that they're in New York, because it literally comes on screen and says New York. New the, York. The Statue City. of Liberty. And <laughs> New York City. The 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 Statue of Liberty and the Twin Towers are right there. So you know it's New York. The most interesting part of the New York bits is that in Madison Square Gardens, in the stock footage they're using, there's an advert for Virgin Cola. That was how bored I was that I paused the movie and looked at the advert. And I was like, oh, Richard Branson's trying to crack the American market with Virgin Cola. (laughs) New Nikes are out. Nice. Um, Macy's has got a sale on. Great. But yeah, this submarine plows into New York. Nothing bad happens. That's no. all okay. Like, don't worry about the submarine. That There's like three just... people milling about in some bay in South Africa that they're shooting as New York. And oh god, <laughs> so bad. So dash. Mac sacrifices himself because the seal on the on the escape hatch won't seal, and he he says, "I'll I'll do this." And you think, "Oh my god, look, Mac's going to actually die and sacrifice Mac's himself." One of the to team die. is going to make. He's going to die. He's going <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna know that's that not the end of the beginning the end of the beginning is glang, 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 glang. nobody <laughs> dealt as better oh amazing these, these shows really are just for us this is just us talking at this point no one's listened to it and i was very gone. very drunk um and he doesn't die he kind of like floats no. to the surface and they find him and they rescue him and he's fine. And he, he's back next week playing Skip Line, Captain Skip There's no fucking stakes, is there? That's the no. problem. No. Like, and they're clattering around that box of lush biochemical bath bombs like it's nothing. And they don't even know what it is. Like they say on the ship, I have no idea what these do. It's like, well, surely you should be fucking careful with them then. It's like, <laughs> come on. Like you found a locker full of dead US Navy sailors. Like, surely so, you'd be careful. I mean, at least this week the, the baddie has a more defined goal. That's what I'm going to say. Wants, I was about to come into that. He wants yeah. the satellites destroyed because the satellites watch his operation and interfere, or he'll fire the spicy balls of death in ICBMs. Why he won't nuke? With no, the ICBMs, just them, mate. They're, He's they're just as bad. Yeah, yeah. I'll, oh no, I'm I'm going to take out the the nuclear warheads, and I'm going to add the nuclear weapons. Yeah, the the mustard gas balls. <laughs> the mustard gas bombs. Yeah, yeah. Bro's going nineteen sixteen on him. He knows what he wants to do. Um, I like the bit at the end though with the with the villain where he's in the. Like the courtroom, the sorry courtroom, like the meeting room with all the other baddies. <laughs> they they take yeah. him out and shoot him. He's at like a spectre meeting, and he's like, "Your your your plans fail, mate. Come on." It was quite a satisfied end because he gets offed by his own people. Like I quite yeah, like but that. you don't see it though, sadly. But yeah, I I agree. And then the movie just ends. Just ends. Just ends right there. Oh, with dear. again with them like lying down near water, laughing. Yeah, like such a such a sort of sitcom ending. The action's very flat, though. It is flat. Said. That's the, the problem. The movie is not great. It's really flat. The the characterization. These are the kind of films that you can forgive if the action's good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And if the action isn't there, and especially with some of the bad sound design and the and the bad framing of shots that you mentioned, and 
Mm-hmm. The delay, the the delay of the guy throwing the glass out of the window after him and stuff. And the, <laughs> yeah, just like little know. things, like like the continuity isn't that great. Like, tighten it like, up a bit, guys. Come on. Yeah, it, it's this is like, the Operation Delta Force franchise we're talking about here. It, it, it's not so bad; it's good. It's just bad, and like that's the worst thing a movie can be when it just doesn't have anything redeeming about it. Mm. Like you can't go, oh, have you seen? Operation Delta Force 3 because it's got this really cool thing in it. Like, there's nothing you can pick out. But, like, with Operation no. Delta Force 2, you, you could, you know, it's got Del Dye in it. You know, the, there's some cool shootouts like Operation Delta Force 1. That's actually a solid, tight action movie. Mm. Like, it clearly is the best one um, at this point. But, like, it's it's just weird. Like, I don't, I didn't expect the drop off to be this big, but it is. Like, yeah. it's just so bizarre. So, join us next week to find out whether. The upswing begins, and Operation Delta Force 4, Operation Delta Force Harder, is better? The same? Worse? You never know. It's Christmas week, so anything can happen. Maybe Santa will wrap it up in a lovely little bow for us um, next week. So, as always, uh, you can listen to the entirety of the back catalogue of the podcast on fighting the, the rest film. the rest of the podcast is is a lot better than there's a lot more you know we've yeah. got we've had guests like dal die al murray uh james holland peter Caddick adams you know award-winning directors um emmy nominated documentary makers so if you are listening for the first time this is quite a departure from regular programming oh my god imagine if someone came to it through this. Be, if, if you're listening folks and you and you've stuck with us for operation delta force december um, you know, we're very, very grateful. We like to have a bit of fun at Christmas. We like to find some fun action movies to sort of have a bit of a laugh with because it's Christmas. Um, we want to sort of wind down the year having a laugh. Um, but yeah, do go back it, and check the back catalogue. It definitely wasn't the best thing I've watched this week. No, more on that and another episode. So, uh, Merry Christmas, one and all, and we'll catch you again next week for another Delta Force movie. <laughs> catch you next week, yeah. folks, and Merry Christmas. Bye, guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.